Ladies and gentlemen, imagine that you could walk into your boss's office for the very last time. And as you leave his office, you know you're on a better path because you've decided to take a chance on your dreams and build that business that's going to give you the lifestyle that you deserve. And you think to yourself, it's going to be easy. Well, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I have a rude awakening for you. Uh, starting your own business is a lot of pros. It gives you fulfillment and freedom, but there are equal amount of frustrations, difficulties, and challenges lying ahead. And what we've decided to do with this channel is to inspire you with our stories, our expertise, and our knowledge so that you can one day walk into your boss's office with pride and say, cheers, boss. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You're here again with the big D and the big L, David and Lawrence. We are entrepreneurs in South Africa, sharing our skills, our knowledge, our experience, and our expertise, helping you get to that stage where you can start your own business, become a high performer, and go to your boss and say, I've upped my income. Now up yours. David, it's great to have you on the show again today. Yeah, it's always good to be back. You're always here, so I'm not going to um, re-invite you or re-welcome no, you. No, I mean, this is actually, you know, we're co-hosts here, Yeah, right? <laughs> I make it seem like sometimes this is my show, ladies and gentlemen, so if uh, if I make that, you know, assumption or I make it seem that way, David will just step in and authorize himself again. Authorize is not a word. Or I'll but, just uh, cut you out and you won't, no one will ever hear Yeah, you see, he does the editing, um, so <laughs> I kind of have to be nice to him. You know what my mom said the other day, which I thought was very rude? She's like, mm. Lawrence, you have the face for radio. Yeah. And I was like, sure, mom, that is, uh, that's deep. Don't worry, <laughs> the ghost thinks this too. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, David, let's, let's, let's get, get to the meat. It. Please, can you just stop harassing me? What is the meat of the topic for today's discussion? Uh, we are going to be talking about, you know, building a sustainable business, building a sustainable life by getting a few additional cash flow streams coming in. Okay. So I think let's, let's start with the top. What is cash flow and what is a cash flow stream? Uh, Lawrence, would you like to answer this question? No, no, no go for it. <laughs> so, look, at the end of the day, cash flow is ideally, and by definition, money coming into your bank account, money going into your pocket every day. And a cash flow stream would be cash flow from a different revenue source. So, for both Lawrence and I, we're property investors. So, one of our cash flow streams is our business and our consulting and our coaching. Uh, another one of our cash flow streams is our properties, which pay us money every month just for existing and having tenants in there. Uh, Lawrence, what what other cash flow streams are you on at the moment? We've got you've got a few businesses which are giving you mm. positive cash flow. Yeah, I would I would say uh, definitely as you've mentioned, uh, the coaching is probably the bread and butter. Mm. Uh, Property is probably bringing in about a third of the income, okay. which is great because coaching my coaching services end November. Not so by November, your choice, though. Not by my choice, no. <laughs> November and December and half of Jan, I've got very little income coming in from those streams. And that's yeah. where property is such a great sustainable approach because it comes in, if you've bought in you know, the right area, it's coming in every month regardless of if it's December or January or July. Yeah. Uh, another stream would be uh, online business. Um, mm. So, again, like membership-based models. We're working on, obviously, the High Perform oh. Academy. Even a much more simple business where you have a blog and you have some paid AdSense. Yeah. And it might pay you a couple hundred bucks a month. But if you have three or four of those, that can pay you a decent chunk of revenue every month. Mm, mm. And that's the sort of thing that a lot of people are doing. I was yeah. listening to a podcast earlier about a company called Empire Flippers where their entire business model is buying and selling websites. Okay. So they broker websites for you. So you can go buy a website that specializes in 
pug jackets. I don't mm, know. And mm. people go and visit, and they order their jackets, and it's drop shipped from somewhere in China, and mm. that's a business. Drop shipping is also a very big business these days. Mm. Um, yeah, it's really just any way to generate revenue. I think as an entrepreneur, as a self starter, and as a startup, you're constantly asking the question, "How am I going to survive this month?" Yeah, and look, I think for, for me, this, this is the key to this. Is if you look at the, we'll go Robert Kiyosaki here for a second, right? There's cash flow quadrants, right? Mm. There's self-employed, there's, there's employed, there's self-employed, there's business owner, and then there's investor. And this is definitely taking you to ideally you're a business owner or somewhere in self-employed, but you're definitely trying to get into that I sector. We are now an investor. Mm. You're taking good positive returns out of your companies generally because yeah. companies make good cash flow and that cash flow is going to buy you an assets mm. regardless of whether that asset's a business or an investment or a property and that asset will then pay your pay you every month yeah, yeah 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 so for you what's your goal with your positive or i like to say annuity cash flow what's your goal for your annuity cash flow where do you want how much do you want that to be well, my goal is by the time I'm 30 to be earning 30,000 passively, which requires none of my own time or effort included into that business. Yeah. And I'm hoping to generate that all from from just the property side mm-hmm. and then the online business and other businesses will just on are out on top of that. But the, yeah. the point is to get to a point where I don't have to work because my financial situation is covered and I only work on the projects and with the people that I enjoy working with. Yeah, look, I think the, the common term flown around here is financial freedom, right? Yeah. It's, and for me, I like to call it lights on money. We're, I don't, I don't have, I have goals for a lot more positive ca- passive cash flow, mm. but my immediate goal is to hit that pretty much like you, that 30,000. Mm. Cause that means I don't have to worry about medical aid, rates, taxes, insurance, rent, whatever it is. Yeah. What about food though? Don't you eat like 30,000 rand <laughs> with the food? <laughs> don't I've been with David now for a week check. and he, 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 you love fine dining. You love going out. He loves a good six course meal. A, a couple Let's of months ago, I legitimately dropped like 12 grand of my monthly budget on dining out. <laughs> so David's financial freedom figure is slightly higher than most normal human beings because he is six no, foot no, 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 no. But my financial freedom figure doesn't include the luxuries. Then it's not financial freedom. That's your financial independent number. Well, that's just the wording I use. The language yeah. doesn't really matter. For me, my financial freedom, I'm, 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 You're going, wrong, but anyway. I'm still shopping. I've still got a grocery budget, but I'm not eating at the five-star restaurant. I'm not going to Burger and Lobster once a week and dropping two grand on a bill for two people. So that, how did you get to 12 grand, Dave? Just walk us through that <laughs> month for me. Uh, we went to Burger and Lobster twice. That was like <laughs> three and a half grand. And then, yeah, yeah, I'm a consultant. So, hey, for, for the record, this is all tax deductible because I'm now meeting clients yes, and this is course, tax deductible. Of course. So when David goes for a one-on-one dinner with himself to McDonald's, it's a business strategy it's a strategy meeting. meeting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred yeah, <laughs> percent. Okay. So back back on track. Um, I actually had a coaching client. He came through, and her her entire objective for passive income was enough to pay her rent, her kids' mm-hmm. school fees, and her medical aid. So nice. that's a nice thing. And if you look and look at passive ca- positive cash flow and passive cash flow in a few ways, for me from a business perspective, I am starting to buy assets in my businesses so that my businesses can take care of themselves even if we don't trade. Mm. So if you look at some of the business we have together between Cheers Boss and Hyperform Academy, thank you for sponsoring the show. <laughs> yeah, we'll do. We must um, actually just touch on that. Yeah, we should. Mm. But the, the idea for us is I would, like to, I would like that company to buy a property that or buy an asset. I say mm. property, buy an asset that can give it positive cash flow mm. so that if we hire staff, those, mm. That stuff is then paid by that asset, not by sales in that business. Mm. Mm. 
I'm actually saying, don't don't mock my being polite mm. and agreeing with you. No, you're right. I think, Dave, um, I think the point is every entrepreneur, and if you are or you haven't experienced this yet, it's coming. It's cash flow problems. It's cash flow stress. You're going to have months where the money flows in and you're going to be loving life and you're going to be doing burger and lobster with Dave every <laughs> other day. But then there are going to be months where you are struggling and you are wondering where you're going to get this money from. And that's why you've got to be looking at multiple streams. Uh, even Warren Buffett, he says you need to be having looking looking at seven streams of income to become financially free. Yeah. So I think, why don't you and I run that quick hypothetical scenario of building seven streams of income right now? Yes. Okay? So so let's think about it. For for you and me, we we have our coaching clients. That's one. Okay. Yes. We have we have an online business together. That's two. Yeah. You have an online business. So that's three. I've also got an online business. So that's three. Uh, you're on two properties as well at the moment. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So okay. two properties now we're up to five. Mm-hmm. So five active streams of income. So Correct. Um, what else do we have? We have our events. We do, we events, do some speaking. We do speaking. I do a bit of book stuff, but that's not like, a, I wouldn't call that an income stream. Yeah, definitely. Or like a marketing stream. Um, so I guess we're at six. Maybe we need seven. One more. Mm, mm, I, I do that Evolve Digital-like website. Oh, you got the yeah, Evolve Digital Marketing as well. Look, I mean, yeah, I would say maybe I'm on seven streams of income, but it's not always positive income. Yeah, and they're not always passive either. Some, Yeah, I mean... Only only two of those businesses are passive. The rest is all hard work, and mm. sometimes I make a loss. But at, I'm 28 <laughs> now, right? Maybe at 35 yeah. or 40, these seven income streams will be self-sustainable, and I can work on the next two or three. And that's the thing. It's about you got to start now. You got to start. Got to start now. And that's that's the thing. It's, I don't know for you, for you, for me. People think it's weird that I'm mid 30s. I buy and sell houses for a living. I still rent the house I live in. Because in Cape Town, it's more affordable and I can rather take my income and I can buy another buy to let. Mm, and that gives mm. me, that's building my positive cash flow. Mm. That's building my income streams. Yeah, got you. So I think on that, I think we talked, we've used the word passive a few times too many for my liking here. There, maybe you can disagree with me here. I fundamentally believe there's no such thing as passive income. Maybe. There is there's a passive. level. There's a level of activeness that's always required. Always, yeah. It's it just varies, and if you look at a buy to let property, well, no, we're just not at that level yet. No. Richard Branson is not actively involved in ninety percent of his businesses. There's not even an active inch of his body that goes into those businesses. But he's just at that level where he's worked for 10, 15 years. He can actually say he's got a passive business. I just think yeah. it takes a lot longer to get to that level of true passiveness. It's not a two-year journey to get a passive business. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you guess right. Because if you think about buying shares, right. and he's <laughs> right. David. If you think about buying shares in a company, mm. actually, I, I'm still going to disagree with you because Warren Buffett spends time managing his finances. Every single one of his incomes. Do you no, think no, he no, manages? no, 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 no. He manages passive his income pers- streams. He manages his personal finances. This might mean he spends half a second on each of the businesses he owns, but at some point so during that's an his business, week, is that what you're saying? Are you really going to justify a second <laughs> to a business as being not perfectly yeah. passive? Yes, because people have this illusion that you can get perfectly passive income, which you can get very close to it. And the buying shares is one of the examples. Right, and Warren Buffett owned most of his wealth is in companies that do mo- that do the work and then pay him every month or pay him every year or whatever. It's. And for him, that requires an hour of administration every year or whatever it is. Mm, mm, sure, which is hard to fit into <laughs> a full year of yes work. So I definitely agree with you. But, There's no such thing as passive. <laughs> but I'm thinking more about the property side, right? Yeah. If you look at a buy-to-let property, most people say this is a passive investment. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many tenants you have at the moment. There's no such thing as like not being involved in those tenants. 
Like even when I've got managing agents involved, I still have to get involved at least once a month and deal mm. with something. Fair, fair. I mean, if I look at the Resettenville deal, we've got six students, six tenants there. And we, I spend at least three hours a month. I would say mm. three hours a month, one hour catching up with the letting agent, uh, maybe one hour dealing with a COJ and, and paying some fees and an hour extra on admin. Yeah. That, that makes sense, but that's generating 9,000 Rand cash flow. Yeah, which means 3,000 rand per hour of my time, which once I get a system, I can outsource that to a VA, which is your specialization. (laughs) And then where's- But then you still need to manage the VA. (laughs) To to a point where it might take 10 minutes of my time a month. And that's the thing. And and when you look at accruing a long list of streams of income, uh, your management becomes your only job. And then the more you can outsource. And then there's always that conversation around as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, you need to be constantly thinking about what's the most efficient use of my time. Mm. and that's where this comes down to it's we want to build things that give you massive returns on your time mm. the, the three thousand an hour stuff yeah you want more of those and less of the i spent 20 i spent 20 hours this month building freaking social media ads because mm. that's not worth your time and i think what's important is that that this isn't just for entrepreneurs this is for any human being. If you're in, in an employee, Every. you have to be building another income stream because no job is secured. David's story is that he, you know, you never really got into the job scene. You looked no, at it, but it I didn't tried. really work for you. I got retrenched. I know hundreds of people that have gotten retrenched. Job market yep. is unstable, especially in South Africa. You got to be protecting yourself with multiple streams of income. Yeah. And yeah, I think you said anyone, but I think everyone should be. Yes. Because- the the thing that I think you and I are both dealing with, we're in our late twenties at the moment. Mm. Um, you got we got a few colleagues slightly older than us as well. We're dealing with this weird millennial issue where I'm not having to get to that point yet, but I've got friends who are having to take care of their kids and their parents. The sandwich generation. That's sandwich. The that's the word I was looking for. Thank you. It's a, um, it's a difficult word. Let's be honest. There's a sandwich. <laughs> you only had about seventeen today. <laughs> So I, I as a millennial, I'm actually not having kids because I don't want to be caught in the sandwich generation. But I'm mm-hmm. still ended up in a situation where I will be taking care of my parents in the near future. Yeah, and that that's just such a common Look, thing. I think I think you're doing something great for society, not having kids, because <laughs> the less of you running around is good. But you're yeah. right. The looking after your kids is a normal progression in life. But we're in that stage in that economic economical crisis where we are having to look after our parents as well as our kids. Yeah. So Dave. Uh, let's talk a little bit about this new sponsor that we have on board, which uh, obviously is an exciting project for us, but also a mm. great partnership going forward. Tell us about it. Yeah, so um, Lawrence and I got a little bit involved in a, in a new project that's that's now growing into its own little beast. It's it's developed itself, and now uh, we've we've managed to strike an agreement with our partners that they're going that. High Perform Academy is now going to sponsor the podcast. Fantastic. Fantastic. So tell us a little bit about High Perform Academy, Dave. So how we what we did at High Perform Academy is we sat down and we said what are people challenged with most in the work industry at the moment that mm. they're suffering under? And if you look at it from my perspective, like the Tim Ferriss mentality, right? Yeah. People are spending time inefficiently in their jobs. Mm. So what we've done is we've developed a Hyperform Academy, which is taking people who are in corporates and helping them manage their time and their performance better and making mm-hmm. them do better, which means so that if they have more time and they're more productive, they can spend more time and energy on their own projects or mm. in their job and just excel better. And that's sort of really the goal of that project. 
Fantastic. So this is a, a product for anyone who really wants to excel in whatever it is mm. that they're passionate about, whether they're um, an employee and really enjoy what they do and they want to improve their time management, their goal setting, they want to get more motivated, or if they're an entrepreneur, a property investor, doctor, whatever it may be, yeah. this is a this is a, a online university of such that can inspire greatness in anyone. Yeah. And I think on the on this on the base to link it back to our topic, right? The the nice goal for me would be if you're in a job and you need to start growing that that additional income stream. If you're a high, if you perform better, if you can work better and you can work more efficiently, then you can board those additional streams of income, mm. which give you that security and that sort of guidance and that sort of yeah. the support going forward. So I think with every uh, episode going forward, we'll have a, maybe a minute or two section or slot uh, with our sponsors update. So something regarding high performance, uh, linking it back obviously to High Perform Academy. It is one of our own businesses. We are involved in this directly. Mm. Um, yeah. I've been asked to Ford's do guy, yeah. uh, a lot of the training material because uh, as my mom always says, I've got a face for radio. Um, <laughs> so we put them in front of a camera for 30 so, hours. So <laughs> yeah, they put me in front of a camera for 30 hours. So if you guys like my voice and you want to know what my face looks <laughs> no, like, no, go thinks, check out yeah. High Perform Academy. <laughs> um, it's highperformacademy.com, hey? That's right. Cool. Will you put some links below? Well, put the links in the doobly do yeah in the what doobly do what's the doobly do it's the little thing below the, the audio podcast yeah sure okay so david started his own language which uh, is a low perform <laughs> no, no, academy you, you get that joke <laughs> just let me know <laughs> yes so go check that out for us ladies and gentlemen we're really excited about this project um we've gotten uh one or two pretty big clients on this um platform and that has given us now the the, the ability to sponsor this podcast mm. um which is really exciting and it helps us you know to keep pushing this podcast and keep pushing this business of ours forward and keep uh pushing our entrepreneurial dreams forward and it's another income stream for us that's it so ladies and gentlemen i hope that you found some value out of this the, the, the main takeaway for me is that david doesn't believe anything in life is ever passive so even if you're spending 30 seconds on a highly profitable business per month, don't do it because it's not passive. <laughs> <laughs> not what I said. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just kidding. Passive uh, is a hard thing to achieve. But what you got to remember is that we are in tough economical times and you just need to be working on different income streams, whether it's maybe renting out a property, starting a new business, getting involved in consulting, coaching, being a mediator, drop shipping company. There's many alternatives. Just invest shares in something that'll pay you income every month. Easy, a unit trust of sorts. Speak to a financial yep. advisor, but start getting another plan. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, that's it from the big D and the big L. It's been a plum pleasing pleasure and an absolute privilege having you on the show again. Please go check out our website at cheersboss.com, but also highperformacademy.com, our new sponsors. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to another one of our podcasts. And as you know, we're delivering this content on a weekly basis. So come back, check us out again. We'd love to hear from you. If you want to give us some comments, feedback, queries, or if there's maybe a topic that you want us to discuss next time, get us on social media. We've got Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Search for Cheers Boss, but we'll also put the URLs in the show notes below. Ladies and gentlemen, if you like this vibe, click subscribe, join the tribe. Let's go on this community journey together because we've been walking the journey and we'd love to show you the ropes. If you really want to take it to the next level, we've also created a website called cheersboss.com where we provide you also with weekly content and some videos to go into the details so that you can with confidence go up to your boss and say cheers because you deserve better. <laughs>